the sixteenth day of the month. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. Psalm 34, verse 6. If you close your ear to the cry of the poor, you will cry and not be heard. Proverbs 21, verse 13. Today we begin a consideration of the Beatitudes. The translation used each day is that of the Jerusalem Bible. Beatitude 1. How happy are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We are most accustomed to Matthew's version of the first beatitude quoted above. Luke says simply, happier the poor. So who are meant? Those who literally have no possessions? Or those who, having possessions, nevertheless know the limits of these and therefore seek spiritual riches? Is it necessary to exclude one of these options? Do not both the literal poor and those affluent persons who admit to their spiritual poverty have the same sense of decency and of gratitude when their cry for help is heard. Further, both make legitimate claims upon those who are in positions to assist them. We are commanded to alleviate the suffering of the financially poor as we ourselves have ability. We are also called to assist the poor in spirit by sharing with them whatever spiritual resources we ourselves have been given. The kingdom of heaven consists of mutuality as well as of grace. Opening Prayer God of the poor, from riches of your grace, you share your bounty with all who are in need. Provide for the hungry and the homeless and teach us to do likewise, so that none may be prevented by physical circumstances from loving and serving you with joy and strength. So also provide for all whose spirits suffer poverty that none may doubt your goodness or overlook your faithfulness. Above all, prevent us from thinking we are rich in spirit, if instead we are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked, lest our self-deception separate us from you. This we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, who, though he was rich for our sakes, became poor, so that by his poverty we might become rich. Amen. Psalm 41. Happy are those who consider the poor. The Lord delivers them in the day of trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. They are called happy in the land. You do not give them up to the will of their enemies. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed. In their illness, you heal all their infirmities. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies wonder in malice when I will die and my name perish. And when they come to see me, they utter empty words, while their hearts gather mischief. When they go out, they tell it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They think that a deadly thing has fastened on me, that I will not rise again from where I lie. Even my bosom friend in whom I trusted, who ate of my bread, has lifted the heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. By this I know that you are pleased with me, because my enemy has not triumphed over me, but you have upheld me because of my integrity, and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen.
from the book of Job, chapter 38, verses 1 through 17. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now gird up your loins like a man, and I'll ask you, and you instruct me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding, who set its measurements, since you know? Or who stretched the line on it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who enclosed the seas with doors? When bursting forth it went out from the womb, and when I made a cloud its garment, and thick darkness its swaddling band? And I placed boundaries on it, and set a bolt and doors. And I said, Thus far you shall come, but no farther, and here shall your proud waves stop. Have you ever in your life commanded the morning, and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, and the wicked be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the seal, and they stand forth like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and the uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates of deep darkness? From the book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 22 through 35. Then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders, with the whole church, to choose men from among them to send to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. Judas called Barsabbas and Silas, leading men among the brethren, and they sent their letter by them. The apostles and the brethren who were elders, to the brethren in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia, who are from the Gentiles, greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number, to whom we gave no instruction, have disturbed you with their words, unsettling your souls, it seems good to us, having become of one mind, to select men to send you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore we have sent Judas and Silas, who themselves will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these essentials, that you abstain from things sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication. If you keep yourselves free from such things, you will do well. Farewell. So when they were sent away, they went down to Antioch, and having gathered the congregation there, they delivered the letter. When they read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. Judas and Silas, also being prophets themselves, encouraged and strengthened the brethren with a lengthy message. After they had spent time there, they were sent away from the brethren in peace to those who had sent them out. But it seemed good to Silas to remain there. But Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch, teaching and preaching with many others also the word of the Lord. From the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 45 through 54. Therefore many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what he had done believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had done. Therefore the chief priests and the Pharisees convened a council and were saying, What are we doing? For this man is performing many signs. If we will let him go on like this, all men will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was a high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you take into account that it is expedient for you that one man die for the people, and that the whole nation not perish. Now he did not say this on his own initiative, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but in order that he might also gather together into one the children of God who were scattered abroad. So from that day on, 
they planned together to kill him. Therefore, Jesus no longer continued to walk publicly among the Jews, but went away from there to the country near the wilderness into a city called Ephraim, and there he stayed with the disciples. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. A Petition for Protection by Matthew Vollmer O Lord, protect us. When in rain, when in snow, when in the vicinity of thunder and thus lightning strikes, when in distress, when in a dress from change-dropping upskirt lookers let us be devoid, when trying to impress, when stressed, when eating desserts, when fishing for compliments, when wanting to look good but not to be ogled, when climbing ladders to squat upon our roofs because the gutters are full again, when driving any length of time or distance, when goofing off, when fully functional, when drunk, when high, when snorting just one more line, when lighting up, when powering down, when showering in tubs without non-slip bath applications, when eating meat with fine bones or spinach that arrived in a plastic bag, when sleeping, when walking through the dark house toward a toilet, when cycling with or without a helmet, when singing lullabies, when soliciting our spouses for sex, when leaving ladders out in the rain, when forgetting to let the dog out at night, when waking to find that the dog needed to be let out, when yelling at the dog, when yelling at a child who attempts to console dog, when looking at how money was spent last month, when not understanding where it all went, when considering selling one's house and moving into an apartment, when mixing one last cocktail, when mixing another when swearing that this is the last month for cable television, when flipping off the kid who rolls down his window to ask if we saw the stop sign or not, when eating a late-night stack. O Lord, we ask that you protect us, of course, from all that is evil. But most of all, we ask that you protect us from ourselves. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.